Bill is a failed skydiver and a bear sometimes he runs. Ben's always traveling, an occasional beach bum. Phil talks a lot, Ben not at all. It's BHP Town Hall. Random guests, alcohol, BHP Town Hall. Ben created Eye on Off, he's a comic book fanatic. Phil made Pyro CMS, he's probably in a kayak. Phil talks a lot, Ben not at all. It's BHP. Town Hall. Random guests, alcohol, BHP, Town Hall. Ooh, welcome to episode 75 of the PHP Town Hall, the Battle of the Frameworks. And we are talking today with a great dude I found on Twitter, because Twitter is awesome, uh, by the name of Marcus Battle. Not battle A, not battle with two D's, but battle with two T's, L, and an E, like you'd expect it to be. Marcus, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Matt. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so just, uh, and I'll introduce Ben in a minute, but just a little bit of background. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I sent out a tweet because, I mean, let's just be honest, my Twitter feed is pretty white and pretty male, and I wanted to find cool new people that were talking PHP stuff that were not white and male. Marcus was recommended to me by um, a few different people, and I immediately gave him a a follow, and he reached out with his email and said, hey, you know, if you ever want to talk about things, and I was like, absolutely. In fact, we have this terrible podcast that we do that is a dumpster fire, and most of the time we're drunk, but it's great, Um, and I'd love to bring you on, just kind of have a chat. Um, So Marcus... I don't know why, but he said yes, and here we are. So um, before we get into it, I want to thank you for giving me your time on a Monday night to just hang out and talk with us. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I think it's going to be great. Sweet. Perfect answer. Ben, how's it going? <laughs> uh, things are good. I'm, uh, I'm letting you down, and I'm just drinking a straight Coke tonight. Is it, are, you, are, you, are you sure it's straight? Do you really want to assume that? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. No, things are good, though. Uh-huh. I had a... Uh, Decent weekend, did some golfing on Saturday, and uh, yeah, getting back into that work life. Man, I, was, I was in the woods last night, or last weekend, and I did not have a cell phone signal for three days, and it was the most glorif- glorifying thing I've ever do- done. So we did that off-grid cabin uh, like a month ago or whatever, and the first day, I really enjoyed it. Right? I, we had cell signal, but it was still very, like, you know, back to the woods yeah. kind of thing. And it was like, uh, first day was great. The second day, it was like, holy shit, am I bored? I'm not built for this. <laughs> so, I mean, like, they had a, no, it, I mean, the first day, Karen was actually giving me a hard time. She was like, are you sure you're going to be able to survive without the internet? And I was like, yeah, watch me. I can do this. And uh, when we got to the cabin, they had a couple books. One of them was written by the authors of the company that did the uh, campsite. And then they had a Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. So I just grabbed that book, and those two days just flew by. That is so, a great book. Were you just like it's a really in the woods in the middle of nowhere, like on a lake, or did you do anything hiking or anything? Uh, we could have done some hiking, but it was raining pretty much every single day we were there. Um, we were right on the edge of the Chattahoochee National Forest, right up in the North Georgia Mountains. So... Um, basically like an hour from where my parents live about maybe an hour and a half or so from North Carolina. Um, so, I mean, I would totally do it again and I recommend everyone do it just because like there's so much just like it's a waterfall of information being thrown at you and it's just great to turn things off for a couple of days and just not think about the terribleness that's going on right now. Uh, but so anyways, to get on to the cool stuff, Marcus, um, as a con, so you're a content creator at Twilio, like kind of what like, is it? Tell, like, what is your, what, what is your day job? What do you do? What do I do? <laughs> All right. So, um, probably the, uh, the best way to look at my job is I'm an editor. So we create technical tutorials, um, pretty much from any framework or it can be vanilla PHP as well, um, from contributors all over the world. So it's a pretty awesome job because it's part education, part, um, Dev developer advocate, you know, for Twilio, but really, um, it really is a lot of community building and just, you know, helping people 
right. So all day, um, doing code reviews and literally technical reviews, uh, grammar reviews of people's tutorials. So sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's, you know, you know, <laughs> do you have a, like a background in technical writing or how did you get into that? So, um, I did not, um, I probably like a lot of coders, you know, you start a blog, you write one post, you may revisit it annually. And, um, that's kind of, that was kind of the extent of mine, but uh, I've been doing agency work for, I mean, by as far as I can remember, that's most of my coding background was doing agency work. Um, shout out to, uh, web dev studios, actually Lisa is who one of the people who recommended me for the chat up with you guys, Lisa, I'm over at web dev, I'm good people. So I was with them for quite a few years and just kind of, you know, wanted to do something different. Um, it just, you know, move from project, project, milestone to milestone, sprint to sprint, just can, you know, I just wanted something different. And, um, so the opportunity, funny, true story is I found out about Twilio the year they launched happened to be the year that my wife and I, um, were engaged, um, getting ready to get married. And we were just fresh out of college and we didn't have everybody's address. So, <laughs> so I built, um, this SMS RSVP system to basically send all of our friends, basically like, if you're coming, just text because we had everybody's number, but you know, people were all over the world and you know, we didn't know where everyone was, but we had the number. So that's how I was introduced to Twilio and fast forward to now about two years in over there. Um, some great people. Um, yeah, just doing it up. So, I mean, when you originally applied for the job, was it for specifically content creation or was it for something else? And then you kind of morph into this role. Um, cause I'm kind of curious about like, what is the interview process for, um, like what it is you do on a daily basis? Sure. Um, so first part of your question is this was always a role that I'm on paper, a PSP developer of technical content. So, but my day to day is really more editorial. So it's pretty fun because really get paid to play, uh, get paid to just like create If Twilio makes a new product. I mean, you know, we get early access to uh, different things that happen in telecom, um, video, voice, chat, SIP, SMS, WhatsApp. Um, and then, you know, you just get to play around with that and, and help write tutorials to, as we say, help people build the future of communications. Um, so it was always that job. Um, but I actually lucked up and it was a brand new team that was forming at Twilio. We actually looked and um, met um, Matt McKay, who's actually uh, my reporting manager. So he's actually like the Python guy. So we always joke with him. It's like, because uh, full stack Python is Matt McKay. So for any Python heads, you know who I'm talking about. And so he had all this major success and he was like, it makes no sense that we're not, you know, really focusing on our tutorials here at Twilio. So he spun up this new team and I happened to be the first hire for it. And, um, yes, it's been good. So like interviewing for it and like kind of like finding the fit, you know, it, it's been new. Everything's been new about it. So like, um, at Twilio, it's had technically never been done before, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. So the interview process is part, um, it was a lot more relaxed than most, most engineering jobs I've applied for. You know, I, I never, I still have nightmares about, um, I don't want to mention the name. Let's just say there's a, uh, uh, a very, very big financial institution that had me sweat bullets. Like I literally had like a verbal exam, uh, I didn't get the job and you know, it's okay. But, um, cause <laughs> no hard feelings, no, no hard yeah. feelings, but, but if you want to name and shame, it's cool. Like we don't care. You know, it, the, I'll just say there's, it's yellow, it's red. There's a little guy on a carriage and a horse and buggy been around a long time. And yeah. Oh, them. I have a lot of problems with them. Yeah. 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 A lot of people yeah. have problems with them just from, you know, checking accounts, but yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. So but when yeah. you say like, so when you say like you're, you know, part dev uh, advocate um, in the PhD community, we think of friend of the pod and overall great person, Margaret Staples, who is, um, yes, 
Twilio. So when I think of Twilio, instantly I think of Margaret because I see Margaret at every conference that I ever go to. Um, is that kind of in your wheelhouse as well as you go to conferences or like, are you still kind of more behind the scenes on things? So I am strictly online. Margaret gets to, she gets to go meet people face to face, of course, pre COVID. And, um, she's actually on my, uh, adjacent team. So we're actually pretty much in the same groups. Um, so we have the developer evangelists who are the traditional superheroes. They put their capes on, you know, go to every conference around the world. Um, you know, we got people in London, as far as Australia, who pretty much hit up every conference for every programming language we have. Um, so the best use of our time, though, is literally to be the kind of creepy people who slide into your inbox on Twitter and say, hey, I was checking you out, you know, on Twitter and you wrote some pretty good stuff on Medium or you wrote some pretty good stuff on your blog. Are you interested in sharing that knowledge with the world? Um, because essentially you write for us and it's not to say, you know, don't do your own blog, but just the exposure that you get. I mean, you're literally getting tens of thousands of impressions maybe in a month. And sometimes annually, you know, if you write something that's gold, you might get a hundred thousand impressions easily. So something to think about. And we pay too, which was the other cool part about it, which is like, it's not just, I really like it. And I, I didn't want to, I, I want to sound salesy. I, I do marketing <laughs> anyway. I, I really, I don't want to sound salesy, but that's, that's really like the coolest part about it. Like I literally wrote, I wrote a tweet when I first started and we joke about it. It's kind of the tweet that was heard around the world because the thing went viral to just say like, Hey, if you want to write for Twilio, we have this awesome new program. You can get paid and you know, what better way you're building stuff anyway. And the other thing is everything isn't, um, everything isn't a Twilio product, which is pretty cool. So like if you, either one of you just there's something you've just been building like it can be in view because i play around with Vue.js like a lot like i love Vue. i, I favor view mm -hmm. over react for like front-end type stuff and um but yeah it can be anything you can write about php 8's new you know new features and as long as it teaches somebody something yeah we'll we'll pay you for it so ben doesn't pay me but you'll pay oh. me uh Shit, am I getting kicked off my own podcast? You might. No, no, no. It's collaborative. <laughs> I'm resigning. I quit. <laughs> Even Phil pays me. That's how bad it's gotten. So I know uh, I um, very little kids. about like the life of a content creator, really, right? Like every blog post I've ever written has taken me probably multiple weeks or two hours, depending oh, nice. on how much work I put into it, right? It's like one or the other. Either I like. Yeah, just really work through it and hate my life for a couple of weeks. Or I just like type something real quick and that's it, you know. But what is it like doing that for a job, right? Like how many how many posts are you able to get out in like a day or a week or what does that kind of day to day look like for you? Yeah. So no, that that I I feel your pain there. So if I'm working on if I'm writing the tutorial, for me, along with my other responsibilities, it might take me a week. I, and I try to keep it small. So like our goal is we, we really underline like high quality and we just define high quality by not just the grammar side of things, but just does it work? You know, is it, you know, are you still using, you know, parenthetical arrays? You know, have you at least switch a square back brackets? You know, different things that aren't just going to, um, appear to just be bad code that, you know, PHP has enough of that, um, stigma associated with it. So we don't want to add to that. Um, but my day to day, here's something. So last month I run the PHP community. We also, um, have one of my colleagues does.net, you know, all based all the Microsoft stuff, um, C sharp.net. Um, we also do Python and who else do we have? And then all of us kind of together, Feel different things for JavaScript as well. So various, you know, permutations of whatever framework it is. And so last month we published 30 together, pretty much the three or four of us. Um, that seems like a lot. It is. It is. We published so much that literally 
Friday, we were just like, stop, just don't, <laughs> don't publish anymore. Um, so it was our highest month date since the program started a couple of years ago. And, um, so the way that we do that, we found that, um, and that's really kind of the heart of like what I do. And probably the, the funnest part is like really building community. It's like meeting people just around the whole entire world. And it helps take a lot of that pressure off of you having to write everything and stay on top of everything because, you know, regardless of the programming language, this is too much to keep up with. Like this is too much. And you know, it's a community effort. And so that's, that's part of the reason, you know, why we pay just to respect people's time. And, um, and we try to keep it small. Those are one of the things that, you know, we do, and we pretty much have like a two-step process. So like you write something, you know, some people say like, well, what's the magic length? Well, there is no magic length. The magic length is, did you complete your thought? You know, if you're talking about, um, um, one feature versus three features of any framework, you know, we just say like, just focus, like just hyper-focus on like the smallest thing possible. And from there, it becomes a little bit easier. On average, you know, they're about six to 10 pages. The average post that we produce for PHP are about six to 10 pages, but that includes code and full code. So, <laughs> so word count, you know, word count may only still be about 750 words, 500, 750 words, which is decent. Okay. So when you're like, when you're reviewing the article, obviously you're doing like grammar, spelling and all that kind of stuff. But when like, so if they provide code samples, like, are you in charge of also pulling it down to make sure it works and all that kind of stuff? And so how would that work if, like, let's say on Monday you're doing Laravel, Tuesday you're doing Symphony, Wednesday you're doing um, Vanilla PHP, and then you're back to uh, the battleground of Symphony Components Laravel on Thursday. Like, <laughs> do you just spin up every... Do you have a VM for everything, or you just kind of wing it as you go? So I am... Uh you threw me off when you said a VM for everything. Cause I, I have like a love hate relationship with like Docker and stuff like that. Mostly hate. <laughs> so I, I try to stay away from it. So I found the, uh, the truth is every week I'm learning how to improve my own process because what happens is we get what we call repeat contributors who are people who virtually write for us every week. Um, some, we have some people who write literally three to four times a month and I can kind of expect what to, you know, what they're kind of going to give me. But yeah, it literally is like that. I could be today was Laravel and custom WordPress plugin. And some days I'm literally just like, no, I can't, <laughs> I can't switch. <laughs> like I just, I, I can't do it. And, um, but for the past two weeks, I've just been doing grammar first. And that has been like a lot more liberating to just do like grammar first. And that way I know kind of what to expect, what the, and then I can just kind of organize the rest of the week. So like Monday and Tuesday, I'll go through my inbox. I keep like a spreadsheet of uh, just a pipeline as we call it, just to see what like the content publication schedule looks like who submitted stuff, you know, who's kind of been um, hanging in the shadows for a little bit, you know, maybe they've been working on theirs to get to the point and basically like who's ready, whoever's ready. I then organize them based on length. And so if it's, if it's two pages, it's going to probably go to the top. Cause I'm just going to like knock it out. Um, you know, working from home, uh, it gets distracting. And um, so sooner the better knock those out. Um, so I try to knock those out by around like Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. And I found that it's like easier to just focus on the grammar because the, you know, the hardest part is really just kind of staying focused through people's <laughs> writing. And, you know, and then if I know them, I'll also organize based on who I know I'm probably going to have to massage a little bit more versus the other. And then I spend like Wednesday or Thursday having fun and like building whatever it is that they made. So to your point, yeah. Um, I have to clone their repos. Uh, 
if they include like a GitHub repo, I have to clone it, you know, make sure um, that I can just like pop in whatever credentials that they have. Um, and it works, you know, because sometimes we get that and it, it, it snowballs into like this customer service type thing where people are pinging you as the editor or even the author, if they can't get in touch with the author and saying, Hey, I built this and it's not working. I have this compiler error. It's just like running like open source software. Everybody is going to come straight to you and they're not going to spend the time to figure it out, even though you literally wrote a map, you know, they're not going to debug it themselves. So, um, but yeah, so code reviews, like which things are hardest for me is, is sometimes the code reviews versus the grammar because you know, the pressure is, um, with us doing this kind of like corporately organic, cause it, it really is very like grassroots what we're doing in this big corporate bubble. But, um, it's, it's just the co reviews can really take you through. I think the worst thing is, uh, try this one. So I had this great post, um, the longest ever written for the PHP community at Twilio, hands down. I don't have to ask anybody. I know it. The longest, 30 pages, excuse me, 45 pages with code. And it was an anomaly, but it was, it was a pretty sweet system. So this guy, um, I think Alex wrote that Alex Doom. He's in the UK. So he wrote a lone worker system. So basically like, you know, if you don't know what, if anybody's watching, like, you don't know what a lone worker system is. It's, um, if you are the lone worker and kind of like these high, um, high risk jobs, like let's say you drill or oil mine or, um, or if you're like one of the people who are, they have to literally climb the telephone poles and, you know, fix, uh, you know, fix a cell tower or something like that. So basically a loan worker system checks to see whether or not you're dead. That's really, <laughs> it literally pings you to, to be like, Hey, are you still there? Are you still breathing? It's like a, a heartbeat check, but for humans. Yes. Yes. Literally. And so literally, if you don't reply within, um, if you don't reply within whatever interval you set, depend on the job, like, and it may be five minutes, you have to like literally text back and say like, yes, I got your message. Then it gets aggressive and it starts pinging you anymore and it starts calling you. And then from there, you know, we just kind of assume the worst and send out the search and rescue team for you. So that's really it is, and it's a great tutorial. It's long if you have you know a weekend to do it, but it uses Symphony, Symphony Four, Shadow Symphony. Um, their new, um, I can't remember one of the new components uh, for Symphony, Symphony Messenger, I think. Yep, Symphony Messenger, Messenger component um, to kind of keep tasks on things and uh, sweet system. So, but like that, yeah, it took a week, easy, like. <laughs> It's just, it, it took a week. It was just, it was long, but it was good. So, like, when you grabbed that article, did you set the interval to, like, something incredibly small just to see if it works? Like, yeah. I set it, it like, to one like, minute. Like, to one minute. I literally. That's, 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 yeah. I mean, sometimes I wonder if I'm still alive after a minute. So, you know, I mean, it makes, makes a lot of sense. There. Can we set one of these up for Phil so we can find out when he finally died? <laughs> I mean, he keeps almost dying and then not dying. I don't know. I, I need to update the spreadsheet, though. It, it probably would be helpful for, like, one of those long days when you're, like, trying to code and it's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and it's not the end of the day yet. And you just need, like, a random message to come and ping you and or or call just to, like, wake you up. That's, what that, my that's stomach a great is idea. <laughs> like my, my stomach is like, buddy... It's been eight hours and you haven't you haven't eaten anything. You should, you should fix that. You need some hot chicken. Yeah. Oh, that's I need a hot chicken. Um, oh, yeah. There you go. Every eight days. Go eat <laughs> hot chicken heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hot chicken heartbeat dot com. The market. That'd be amazing. What are your thoughts? If I didn't have like comma. What are your thoughts on the Oxford comma? Hmm. Good We're asking on. the hard questions here on the town hall. I see that. I can uh, I can imagine like half of our listeners are like sharpening pitchforks right now. Nope, it doesn't matter how you're gonna answer, but we're all nerds, and ultimately, so, can make it. or break your career. Hey, 
Well, I have to speak. I have to speak from from Tulio. Then I'll, I'll put on the Tulio hat. Put on the owl hat, as we call it, for so that you'll you'll still respect me in the, in the streets. Use it. You have to use it. Have to use the Oxford comma. Have to. Have to. Have to. You, you know what else is pretty funny though? Probably the biggest the biggest grammar issue are brand names. It's brand names. It's spelling oh, those well. correctly. I would just want to yeah, like well, because frameworks like, or yeah, like you can't misspell WordPress. You know, you know that you can't. You have. Oh, to I do it WordPress. all the time, and you I get corrected, and I just don't care. No, you can't. I'm sure, that. like ha- half the people I follow, when I say something about WordPress, I forget about the capital P, and then like that bot that lives on Twilio or not on Twilio, but Twitter is like, hey, capitalize this. I'm like, no, yeah, no. Yeah, you have to, you have to capitalize. But uh, but yeah, Oxycom, yeah, you need it. Need it every time. Have to use it. It 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 is it is there on purpose. We have to separate those thoughts. <laughs> we have we have to those those last two things do not necessarily belong together. So yeah, we have to use. So those. when you're editing um, posts, is it? I mean, is is it a? Do you find it's easier or harder to handle grammar and spelling with uh, non English speakers who are typing? Yeah. I feel like this could like make or break my entire life on Twitter right now. Yeah, I have to answer this. Uh, I have to answer this one diplomatically. That's why I'm drinking water because I, I have to. I have to stay safe. Um, it looks like the tiniest water bottle. <laughs> it is. I didn't even realize we accidentally bought like. It's not even the short one. It's not the regular twenty ounce one. Twelve fluid. I, I have never even seen this size. Like it's, it's like it's like it wasn't. Size. It's like it's not sure if it wants to be a kid or adult yet. It's really adolescent. I mean, as someone who's five two, that's pretty much how I feel about life. Ah, uh, it's kind of yeah in the middle. Yeah, gotcha. No pun, I, pun, pun, no pun intended. No, it's cool. Like sometimes I can act like a kid because I'm the size of a kid, and sometimes I have to be an adult and reach for things really high in the shelves and you know it's a struggle it is a struggle and then i get caught a hobbit at a conference and you know shit just goes downhill from there no no it happened sorry i totally Uh, forgot what we were on uh punctuation uh yeah Uh, Uh, oh not what is probably what's like the worst marcus wants to dally into this water oh does he i was trying to get him an out no, I'll I'll st- I'll stay in. I'm just gonna put my toe in the water. It's just a little cold, but um. Uh, so I try to we we try to be very relaxed. That's the thing. So we try to relax on on um, colloquialisms or different things that might be uh, you know acceptable in in one part of the world and not on the state side. So we write with a. This sounds bad. I don't even know I can say that. So we write this with the English first. American English first. That's probably the best way to to say it, diplomatic. So we write American English first. Sometimes I will let uh, different spellings go. So like all of my UK community um, enter, you know. uh, You get that U and color. Color. Internationalization with an S versus the Z, you know. So I mean, that, that's S wrong, but Z. that's fine. Yeah, sometimes I just let it pass, you know, because I want, uh, you know, our team is called Developer Voices, so we really want your voice to ring through. I never want anybody to publish anything and feel like you literally just like jacked my whole tutorial and wrote it with your own voice. So, so there, that's that's the answer. But um, but the, the spellings, yeah, we try to let that kind of go sometimes. But so sometimes, I mean, um, sometimes it's hard though. Sometimes it's really, it's really, really hard. I have there's good news, I, so I can say this: there's only been one article that I could not publish because the English just wasn't there. It just we we just we literally like the language barrier was so strong. We just we couldn't get to the end, and it wasn't. And that's not the first time that's happened, but so what, what we'll do if, if that happens, we also will step in and help 
sometimes help people finish and like kind of fill in the gaps, you know, for certain, you know, transition sentences, like, cause sometimes, you know, some cultures might be, you know, real straight to the point and it's just like, Hey, you know, open up terminal. And it's like, yeah, you know, but open up terminal so that we can run this command, you know, like let's add, you know, add, add some more to that. But yeah, there's only been one time where we literally couldn't, we just couldn't finish it. But it is cool. We are starting to translate a lot of our content like with with real translators, which has been pretty pretty sweet to see. Do you get anyone that's very aggressive or upset with your edits? <sighs> hmm. It's happened. It's 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 happened. Um but but for the most part people are kind of mild. I think that um I think we we uh I don't know if it's sometimes people just say like, hey, I just either want the money or I want my stuff to be published on Twilio. So I'll put up with it. But but and it also depends on the language community, hands down. So I feel like PHP developers, I don't want to be divisive, but we can be a little bit more relaxed based on, you know, what ecosystem we come from, you know, and uh, but you can't misspell WordPress, you know, you <laughs> has to have the capital P, but, uh, yeah, everybody's kind of chill. It's, I try to keep it fun and, you know, and really, really light. Like we have people who are starting whole technical writing careers just by going through our program. So it's really awesome to see like the evolution of, um, our repeat contributors. Like it's been really sweet to see people like come through and they're just like, I just want to try this out. And it's like, oh my God, I actually like writing technical content. And so, um, you know, the relationship, it just becomes win-win. Like one of the, one of the first writers, um, she used her tutorials at Twilio to land a job at Google. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, we've talked a lot about like editing other people's work. Um, in your entire career back to like when you were at web dev studios or now as a side project, like, what is a project that like you just love to talk about that you've taken that you've had a hand in building, whether it's like a side project or something from work or, you know, a hackathon type thing, like just something that like you want to just share and you won't shut up about it. All right. So I'll give you two. One is one is actually from my days at web dev studios. Like I use this one a lot. So I'll give you one job and then one personal. And uh, so like that one is I built um, I built a migration framework for Web Dev Studios while I was there. And we literally had to migrate one million blogs from Microsoft to WordPress, not one million pages, one million blogs. Like some of them were like three pages, some were like 60. And, you know, shout out to Brad and Brad and Brian and Lisa of <laughs> I forgive you guys for that project. It was <laughs> it was welcome um, to PHP Town Hall where we atone for sins and get forgiveness. Yeah, I, I give it out. It's it's Monday. We start the week off right, but um, it was it was good. But um, but yeah, like so to see it come together was just like it's like magical. Like to like literally go into terminal and like boom hit hit run and so it, it was like a, a terminal script that you did oh command line the yeah, hands down hands down command line and we um but that's what um that's what got me interested in data um so i used to actually call myself a data migration specialist because that's what i started doing at web dev it was just like data 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 just data just throw the data over and um and let's let's see if we can get it into um in the WordPress. Personally, my funnest one has been this uh, reminder system that I built. He is called Riot. Riot stands for remind you anytime. Riot. So like Ryan, but just with a T. So remind you of anything or remind you at any time is uh, basically what his name means. So I forget stuff and I built this cool text app and a few of my friends use it as well. So um, yeah, we talked to Riot. Riot reminds you of anything. And it lives up in the cloud. I sent him a text better than Siri because, you know, I don't want to talk to Siri. And um, 
But um, but yeah, you just send a text message and it will remind you. So birthdays, anniversaries, take out the trash. Don't forget to call this person back. That's cool. So sometimes I just like jump on my phone and and that's what like somebody asked me was like, well, why wouldn't you just use Siri? I was like, well, not yet, but you know I can text right. So it's pretty cool. So like if I'm on a call like this, I can just pull up my phone and be like, hey, remind me to call my mom and you know and it's some um, pretty pretty sweet system so like if you don't give it uh, a time it does um and it actually does have some natural language processing that i just wanted to do myself of course there are platforms and frameworks because all the uh, criteria is pretty static you know it's, it's not doesn't really change too much you follow the pattern parse it and um yeah so it, it is send it right back over to you and um so you can just say like remind me to eat and if you don't tell it when you know you'll get it in about 15 seconds to say hey here's a reminder to eat and you're like oh yeah i forgot to eat uh, <laughs> all built in php huh. that's, that's cool because i use like slack bot to remind feature constantly mm-hmm. and like you're right i could use slack or um you know siri or whatever but i'm already in slack so i just type it out there right and text would be pretty great for that too like I'm in the car, out and about. That'd be cool. Yeah. Have you thought about so, open sourcing that or making that available as a service? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about. Uh, I was thinking about sassing it out. I just couldn't. You know, pricing is just always a trip up sometimes. So, but yeah, I I I probably will release it later on this year. I actually have another idea for it, um, which which. Yeah, I'll, I'll share with you guys when I'm when I'm done with. It. So there's a there's an iteration of it that just makes a little bit more sense than the kind of everyday um, stuff. But but yeah, but I will connect it with Slack too. So the 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 other part that was that I just finished with it is it connects with your Google Calendar. So um, so if you specify a actual like event it add it to your calendar as well. So if you're like, hey, remind me to go to the doctor or whatever, and you put the date in, it actually put it on your calendar. So you kind of get it from both. So that's cool. interesting. That thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. I've, I have a horrible memory. So it's relevant <laughs> to my interest. Yeah. I mean, I texted Ben like right before this, and I was like, we're still podcasting, right? Because even though it's on my Google Calendar, I was still like, yeah, you never know. So it'd be good to like have another reminder to be like, hey, we're podcasting today. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Those text messages are just sticky. I don't. It's on the mind. They, they are. Yeah. Just can't ignore it. It's like you just have to. <laughs> you yeah, just have to work. Right. You just, I have I to take that bubble. Yeah, it's almost convenient that you work at a company who provides a text message service that you fit that conveniently into our conversation. Yeah. No. Well, always I be love- selling. Always be selling and always be loving what you do because life is long enough to just do that. And I just, I just don't want to wake up. I love, I love, I love technology. I love coding and I just don't want to wake up and do projects that I'm not passionate about. I just, you know, I know we have to eat, but it's, you know, I think that's why all of us have side projects. So side projects do keep the fire burning as well as the domain bills going up and up and up and up and up and up. So, okay. I mean, you talk a lot about Twilio. You talk a lot about loving your career. Like, and this is like not Twilio Marcus, but personal Marcus. Like, do you think this is the last stop on your career before you piece on out from tech? Or is there something in the tech world that like you really want to do um, that Twilio does not give you the ability to do? Yeah. So for me, that's education and I'm kind of doing that now. So I feel like this is a good step towards that. Um, I like teaching. I do a lot of mentoring anyway. I've like done mentoring for like for years. Um, I actually used to run an internship program. So I actually had my own, <laughs> my own web shop for like four years um, after college and it, uh, I did well enough to eat, you know, however you define that, you know, <laughs> however, you, however you define like eating well versus actually just putting food in your mouth. So we grew to a pretty nice size and, um, had to close it down because my partners and I, we, uh, 
just everybody started getting married. It was just kind of like the Sandlot. It just got really sad. Like, you know, the end of Sandlot, it just, you know, we're still coding. And then it was like, oh man, that seat's empty now. And oh man, that seat's empty now. And so, yeah, we, we caught it quits on it. But, um, but there I started an internship program. So me like long term is I actually would love to own a school. Would love to. Um, and not, not your regular kind of school, but just one that really just kind of mixes, mixes code with some entrepreneurship and, you know, really teaches people how to actually finish MVPs because we all have pet projects that we, you know, don't finish. But, um, yeah, e- education is, is like, is key for me because like, you know, my, my starting technology has been like, amazing like my mom you know my hat's off to her for kind of like getting me in it early and i talked to a lot of friends who especially even like now like when people are like losing jobs and i feel very fortunate for for most of us you know who are coders like either we know how to pick up another project even if you're just freelancing or if you're working something that's already contracted like our work isn't going anywhere and there are like a lot of people who just you know they don't have that story. So I think it's a great time to get into tech. And, um, but yeah, I started coding when I was 12. So I got in like pretty, pretty young. That was back in the GeoCities days. I don't know if you remember. I'm getting ready to, am oh, I going to yeah. date myself? That's when I started to I, back in there. Am I? Okay. Am I, 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 in middle school. I was in middle school then. Yeah. GeoCities, Homestead. Is that what it's called? Yahoo Homestead. There's like Angel. Oh, Angel yeah. Fire. Angel, Angel Fire. Fire. Yeah. Angel yeah. Fire. Yeah. So I got started um, back then. I got paid $500 for my first website when I was 15. And then that light bulb went off. I was like, oh, well, that's oh. like, you're fucking rich at 15 with 500. 15, 500? Yeah. yeah. I don't. At 1,500, I, I mean, shit. You can buy, buy a boat. Yeah, <laughs> you got I all that cool Star Wars shit. <laughs> I have no idea what I did with the money. Come to think of it. No clue, but I had it. Check with my name. I remember. But um, but yeah. So education is like that. That's like the long goal. So I mean, education and I would, is love, huge. I would love to own a SaaS product. Well, you do. You just haven't figured out how to price it yet. Let's just be real. Okay, I would love to own a SaaS product that is that is priced appropriately for the market and in the hands of. I won't be greedy. If it's in the hands of at least a hundred thousand people, I would be able to at least, you know, be okay. And small yeah. number, hundred thousand. That's yeah, a small, small number. That's that's is small. It, is it though? A hundred thousand is small. I mean, just users. I don't even have to count them active everyday users. I just want the signups, organic, I mean, authentic just, signups. If you if you charge a dollar a day, that's a hundred thousand dollars a month. I mean, you're rich. In the words of Dave Chappelle, you're rich, bitch. Rich, yeah, rich. <laughs> rich, bitch. So, I mean, speaking of like going down the whole education platform, we touched on it earlier with like Margaret Staples kind of heading up to the developer advocacy program for Twilio from a conference standpoint. Like, do you have any interest in, in taking that step and speaking at a conference? Is that like kind of a thing that would interest you down the road? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love to talk. So this, this is right up my alley, even just hanging out with you guys. But, um, yeah, I would love to, I would love to speak, um, more within the tech community. It's, uh, how I have no idea. I don't know, I don't know how, how that ticket works all the time. I, I, I was trying to get into before I left the WordPress community and I hold on. I don't want to say I left the WordPress community before I sidestepped into, exploring other frameworks that are just as popular but and maybe even sometimes more popular does, does that work guys God, i really want to have this conversation does, does that work maybe that works um yeah let's talk yeah. about let's talk about wordpress <laughs> versus layer value for like five minutes sure it's, it's your show it's, it's your show uh, it's not my show it's Ben's show he just asked me yes <laughs> ben did taylor pay us this month or no 
Who else? Oh, you guys, you guys in there? Right, you guys got. We don't. Sponsors. We don't have. We don't really. I mean, like, we don't really have sponsors. So, I mean, like, we don't. We had one we sponsor one time, and that was Matt. Uh, that's right. I didn't pay you guys, <laughs> and we got nothing from it. I mean, you did get but, to be a co-host eventually. Yes. This is a long play. It's a dumbass idea for me. But I like. I mean, speaking of like, because I mean, I remember that was for the conference I ran here in Nashville, and. I mean, one of the things that did help us run our conference successfully was Twilio because I was able to do a uh, an SMS system where if someone violated a code of conduct, uh, the person reporting it could easily text the number I set up and it routed right back to my phone, um, which made life so much easier because instead of having like an email system, which, you know, I mean, me personally, I have all of my notifications turned off on my phone except for text and phone call. I may not see an email for an hour longer uh, but a text message is going to pop right up, and I can be like, oh, okay, I got to go handle this. Great, awesome. Um, you know, so like Twilio made that happen. And I mean, that, that comes back to like how great the content is on the API documentation and everything else, where I can just really quickly figure out what the TwyML is, and without even actually writing any code, just a few lines of TwyML have a complete working reporting system. So. I mean, that goes back to just everything that you all set up over the past years is, you know, pure greatness. Pay us, please. I'll see. Right, maybe you'll get some credits. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I love how, like, every guest that comes on that tries to convince them to give us money. <laughs> I, I think we can at least get some credits. Like, I'm almost... I would bet $5 of my own money that I can get you some credits. I mean, I can give him my Venmo. Well, you may have five dollars. I'm hungry. <laughs> so I mean, I, I, I think little you know, podcast I mean, for hot chicken. That is that is perfect. <laughs> welcome, welcome to PHP Town Hall, where you pay <laughs> you pay companies. You pay to be a guest. To yeah. Be a guest. Give me one of those sweet Twilio track jackets, please. Uh, I got mine. Speaking I was like, gonna wear it. You you got yours? Yeah. I mean, like. You have to, like uh, get tenure to get it or anything? Because those things are like gold in the community. Yeah. No, I just have to build something. I remember like, uh, man, I don't know if I still have that shirt, but um, uh, the old Twilio t-shirt where it had the Twilio written in the, the phone cord. Yeah. Across the chest. I That's remember really like, when I, so I worked with, I worked on a team and uh, Benina Elizabeth Smith, she had that shirt. And I was like, I want that t-shirt. Like, I will kill you for that t-shirt. Like, I don't know why. Like, I hate branded t-shirts. I don't think you could fit into her t-shirt, though. I'm no comment. But like, I was like, I really wanted. It. I remember I went to um, a Lone Star PHP, the last Lone Star that they did, and uh, Brent Shuley was there, and he had a stack of those t-shirts. And I was like, I just opened my bag and I was like, Hey, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but like that—that's the same thing. Like the track jackets, the T-shirts, the stickers. Like they've all—they're all like gold in our community, and it, it goes to show like just the level of greatness that Twilio has built themselves up to. Not only is like a platform for APIs, but for documentation, for content, yeah. dev advocacy, all that kind of stuff. I mean, y'all just keep hitting on every single cylinder, no matter what, and it's great to see, really. Yeah, I think it's because I, I really think it's because we. I drink the juice. I drink the Twilio juice. You know, I, I, I've been places where, you know, people talk to the talk, but it really is, you know, we have this mantra like developers first. And, you know, part of that is actually hiring developers. Like, I think that's what made my role so sweet is, and what makes me a little bit different than, um, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, maybe we can have to go, you know, Matt, um, uh, my colleague, Matt, you know, he was like, you know, Marcus, you're not just a, uh, a technical writer you know you're you're a developer <laughs> who who just who does technical writing in addition to you know um you know building cool stuff and it's because we hire developers so you know that's not the, the truth with everywhere a lot of people just hire sales and they hire marketing and they just you know i don't know they just google a lot and find out whatever the trendy terms are and slap them on some collateral and see if it sticks and most of the time it doesn't and so like when you have like so when you like throw me in this role and you want to write for twilio and i'm like you know i have people 
we're like, I'm moving, you know, my dog died, you know, like, please don't let me lose this opportunity. It's going to take me two months, you know, you know, cause people just human. I get it. Like, I'm not going to, everybody's not just, it's not like a, a marketing, you know, metric game, you know, like where you get penalized for not being able to help us hit our numbers. Everything really is like developers first. So I, I think that's what, what you feel and like what everybody feels. It's like, oh my God, I think these guys actually care. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like we might because we are the same. We just, yeah, just work for different companies. That does ring true. I went to one of ToyoCon like several years ago and I was mm-hmm. expecting, you know, you go to these vendor conferences and they're, you know, they're not great. Uh, the yeah. Toyocom was really like it was like any other technical conference. It just happened to center around Toyo, and it was one of the better technical conferences I've been to. Like it was just really fun. Yeah, yeah. It's even I'm I'm glad like I'm glad like there's no there's no internal rule like even with my job that says like you have to talk about Twilio with every tutorial. I like that. I know that other companies wouldn't do that, and you know I just have to talk about PHP. Cool, got it. I don't I like PHP. But I, I still can talk about other stuff as well. So, yeah, it's fine. Nice. I mean, so I think we've taken up quite a bit of your time for a Monday night. Now it's like, how do you convince Java developers that PHP is not a bad one? You don't. That's how you do it. So we have a, a comment from YouTube with a question for you, Marcus. How okay. do you convince Java developers that PHP is not a bad language? How do I convince Java developers that PHP is not a bad language? Um can we take a second to appreciate how fucking professional this little pop-up thing looks? And we're looks the in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty anyway. cool. Sorry. It scared us, but yeah, it's pretty cool. So, you know, first thing is, first problem with this question is somebody's assuming that PHP is a bad language. <laughs> um, how do you convince it's not a bad language? I would say build something. Um, I would say build something with a tutorial from anywhere. Um, I would also say appreciate the fact that Twilio, Twilio's market share, you know, I know people always talk, I mean, excuse me, not Twilio, PHP's market share. Look at that. Can't even get it out in the system. Um, <laughs> you know, I would, like, people like, I would tell people like when people, I, I, I literally had somebody, true story. And I'll answer your question with this. True story. My first, um, signal, which is Twilio's conference met this random developer from Oakland. She looked at me and she was like, so what language do you, you know, do you use? And I said, PHP. She literally bust out laughing in my face. And I just had like the blankest look like, okay, well, first of all, you know, (laughs) I can't respond how I might want to because I'm at work. Second, you know, what are you laughing at? So I asked her very casual. I said, well, you know, what's so funny? And, um, so the same education that I gave to her, I'll give to you. Um, WordPress currently is using what percentage of the internet? Like what, what, what number is it at? Is it like a 30%, 25, 26, 27? 27 maybe? I think it's the last number I'm about to solve. Yeah. Yeah. So 20, 27% internet, you know, use that. You know, Laravel has its place. Symphony has its place. Like from back end, like you just cannot deny PHP's existence and so i think the first thing is java developers along with other people i would throw java developers along with the the, the microsoft family the the, the c sharpers and the dot netters and the, um yeah market share means that it's here the other thing is um i would tell you to build something you know build something cool like whatever you say php can't do i mean we have web sockets now you know it's it's like you can do stuff with PHP that's really, um, really amazing. Also, uh, consider the fact of what PHP is and what it isn't. Because uh, a lot of times, I don't know about you guys, but like sometimes this conversation happens and, you know, it starts getting compared to like more front end UI specific languages. I'm just like, that's not even fair. Like it still is a server side language. Like we're not, we're not here to, yeah, it can mix and yeah, it's kind of hybridish, but. Yeah, you know, appreciate it for what it is and what it does first. I mean, that that's a great, great answer to anyone. I mean, because we still deal with that whole, why should you be doing PHP in the year of our Lord 2020? 
And I mean, that's that's probably one of the best answers. And as a side note, when he said C sharpers and dot netters, my mind immediately went to that Outcast song, So Fresh and So Clean, where he's like, you know, Gator Belts and Petty Melts and Monte Carlos and Elder House is like <laughs> C sharpers and dot netters and Monte Carlos and Elder House. So, uh, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, Ben, do you have any other questions you want to throw his way or? No, I think I'll wrap it up with a couple of fun ones. Uh, what do you do for fun away from the keyboard? Play my kids. Yeah. How many kids you got? Two. Um, a three and a six-year-old who happen to almost have twin birthdays. So June 10th and June 11th. Amazing. They were almost born on the same day, three years apart. Crazy, huh? Well, that's crazy. So, I mean, like when they get older and you want to have one birthday, how are you going to deal with that? And you're just like, all right, kids, we're celebrating on June 12th. Yeah, this, this year was almost a full disaster. Uh, we thought our, our son is the oldest, so we thought that he would be able to wait. <laughs> and his birthday happens afterwards. And every hour, he just got sadder and sadder. And it was the it was horrible. To, and the other thing is his gift, we ordered it. And it took an extra day to come or else we would have just given him his like big surprise gift. So, you know, we had like some small stuff on the play for him. But so he's just watching this. Just, I don't know. It was like... I, I don't know. It, it felt like watching somebody, you know, on Christmas that had no toys, <laughs> but they knew all their friends did. And he just got so sad. So, yeah, when they get older. We're, so at least for right now, we're just celebrating on the same days. That's it. Same days. We'll figure it out later. Are you uh, are you working remotely because of COVID or have you been working remotely? Oh, so I've been working remotely for like eight years. So, so COVID really didn't disrupt. If anything, COVID, um, it, it made my job a little bit more, um, intense because we had to step up and help all the other teams, uh, specifically like, you know, Margaret and, you know, the rest of the dev evangelists who no longer had events to go to and literally the company had to pivot. So everybody went content. Um, and so, so we found ourselves like helping out everybody. So I've been, I've been working remote, which is one of the cool things. I got to stay in the South and still work in Silicon Valley. I mean, you know, it can't get any better. Than Pretty that. great. Yeah. I don't know, man. Living in the South, I'm kind of sick of it. Let's just be real. Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah, it's, it, yeah. It's like it's like being somewhere with bad water. You get used to it after a while. Other people can't drink it, but you know, you can. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's only certain places in the South I'd, like, be willing to stay for. Nashville isn't one of them, but there's a few places. But for the most part, I've been in the South since I was, like, three years, six years old, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. So I'm going to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I like to visit the North, but I, it's, it's great to visit. I don't know, man. Like, snow is so much more desirable than the 91 degrees and 100% humidity we had today. I'll give you that. I will. I won't yeah. argue. I won't argue. About I that. used to think that until like two Northeast winters, and I don't think that anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't like taking multiple showers a day. You like, you take a shower, you get dressed, you walk outside, and you're just like drenched in sweat. And I'm like, I, I just, I'm standing. I'm not even like running. I'm not even being active. And it's like time for shower number two of the day. And then you take shower number two, you go outside, and you're like, well, shit, it's time for shower number three. Let's do this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Much as I love hearing about Matt sweating. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to Town Hall. It's going to be great. <laughs> so, I mean, like, um, outside of code, like, what what, what kind of stuff do you follow? Like, are, are you a sports guy? Are you, like, a, a reader? Um, yeah, I read. I uh, used to be a musician. used to play. So, music is real wow. big in our house. So, I used to play bass. Bass guitar. I still, I still can't nice. play. So, yeah. Um, so I, it's literally, I'm looking at it in the corner over there. Well, one of my. What kind of like what kind of bass style? Like just anything. Um, yeah, I like. Um, so I'm eclectic, for the most part. I even, um, yeah, I can even stomach rock like for oh. for like five minutes, two minutes, two minutes. And give me two. That's a Clash Something. song. So yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, I love I love jazz. Um, I love anything that's kind of it just uh i like the sophistication of the compositions for yeah. jazz and stuff like that so um but yes yeah, so i used to play drums keys a little bit so do music oh, wow. read um when i have time to read i 
<laughs> with kids that's you know it's, it's that's the truth yeah yeah so but i'm I, you know i'm probably like a lot of people i code a lot my spare time is still filled with coding as well but um but i do love i love to i love to laugh so love to laugh love to listen to music and um love to love to play it and um yeah make make some make some music so i'm actually my wife has stuff right here. She sings as well. My son is my son is six and he plays drums, keys, everything. So literally we're always music is always going in the house. So yeah. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Where can uh where can people find you online if they wanna talk to Julio or blogging, technical writing, music? Yeah. So um if you this uh virtually aim channel, the Marcus Battle. Remember, battle is spelled exactly like it sounds. So, uh, you find me on Twitter. You find me on IG. IG, I keep it kind of family and sometimes spiritual. Uh, my faith is real, real important to me. Uh, um, Twitter, I keep it tech because my political opinions can be a little strong. So I just watch everybody else's. And uh, on Facebook, it's kind of a hodgepodge of of everything. So my I, I stay open. So. It, it depends on how I'm feeling that day. Cool. The, awesome. Yeah, I mean, thanks so much. Battle. At the Marcus Battle, you can find him on Twitter, Instagram. I don't think anyone should go on Facebook anymore. That's my opinion. I, so, I agree. Yeah. I'll be coming off probably this year. So, yeah. Oh, but thanks. Was, I, no, I mean, thank you. Like, I mean, this is this is kind of impromptu. It was kind of thrown together at the last minute. Um, but this was honestly one of my favorite episodes that we recorded so far. So, thank you so much. Uh, for taking the time, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were telling me bye, Matt. But no. Thanks no, for coming on. Right. Like it. it was a good time. No Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Thank cool. you. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you all later. <laughs>